0: Are you looking for an inspiring listen? Something to motivate you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Women of the Northwest, where we have conversations with ordinary women leading extraordinary lives. Motivating, inspiring, compelling.
1: If you have the opportunity to do, like to spend a year abroad or just do an exchange, do it.
0: Have you ever thought about having an exchange student? Today's guest is Laura Yika, an exchange student from Germany. I'll be talking to her about her experience at Napa High School this year, and I'll also speak with Kristen DeForest, who is a representative for American Cultural Exchange Service. Let's listen in and get to know this amazing young woman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women in the Northwest. My guest today is Laura Yika, an exchange student from Germany. So, hello, Laura. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. I think this is going to be fun and interesting. I've had exchange students before, but this one just sounds like such a great person to have right here in Napa with us. So, Laura, tell me about your experience. You are
1: from Germany. Yes, I and am. And going back. <laughs> yes, in three months. Um, what's your family like? My family at home. So, I'd say I have a pretty small family. I have my dad, my mom, and my brother. He's 12. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have like grandparents and my aunt. And yeah, I really have a good like relationship with them. Like, I love them. I love them a lot. They're everything for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Saxony. So, that's the most eastern part of Germany. It's like the most eastern state. It, borders Poland and Czech, and I grew up in Dresden, It's the capital of Saxony, okay. so that's my hometown, and I'm still living there 18 years yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. What's your high school like? My high school, it's like 400, 500 students. Mm-hmm. So it's not huge. Well, no, it's pretty small, but schools in Germany are usually like that, it mm-hmm. depends. But yeah, I just changed school, so I was in a new class. Okay. Yeah. What year in school are you? I am a senior.
0: Okay. Yes. So did you do your junior year in Germany or you did your senior year there and came here and did your repeated?
1: No, I did my junior year in Germany and I have to repeat my senior year because it doesn't count. Okay. And, that's what I was wondering. But the senior year in Germany kind of couldn't kind of, like, it's kind of two years, like two years matter for your graduation in general. So I have like two more years to do when I come okay. back home. Okay. Okay. And yeah. then do you do a, a gap year? Yeah, it's kind of a gap year. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of a yeah. That's not yes. so common here in the states for people to do a gap year, yeah. but that's uh, it seems to be more in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's a
1: yeah. It's a thing for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. 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 What's ah uh, in your school in Germany like? Mm-hmm. What's your schedule like? Are you? I mean, like, what hours do you go to school and?
1: Um. Usually from like, I think it's eight twenty. To like four. Oh, so it's about the same. Um, sometimes later. It just depends on my schedule. And yeah, I'm pretty much in school all day long mm-hmm. and then I go home and yeah. really do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a focus uh, for
0: what you wanna do when you graduate?
1: Um my school has a focus on business. I go to a business high school. Mm. So our whole education, like we have classes like accounting and economics. So we have like a fo- like we get our A levels and it's like with a focus on business, mm-hmm. um, but I actually want to become an English teacher when I grow up. So I know okay, business. <laughs> and your yeah. English is so good. I think you're, you. you're at a good start for it. Thank you. Then
0: do you um, have to take a TOEFL or the the test for English language? It's pretty extensive. Our uh, Japanese. I had a Japanese exchange for a college exchange, mm-hmm. and she had to take that to get into. School over here, and it was really extensive. Yeah, I don't know if I could have passed it.
1: <laughs> I took one, but it wasn't really hard. It was just questions, and I had to record it. And I think I passed because otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> when did you start learning English? Ah, uh, in third grade in elementary school.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not so difficult. Do you know? In Germany, are a lot of people speaking both in German and English, or they like if you're with your friends,
1: are you just yeah. speaking German? Probably I do, except for my best friend. Her name is Victoria. Mm -hmm. And we always talk in English because we don't like German. So we just (laughs) do English because we both love English. (laughs) But most people in Germany know English. Like we grow up with it, especially like my generation or Mm -hmm. like my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandparents had to learn Russian or other languages, of course. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Do you know other languages besides? Yeah. I had Spanish for five years, and I started French last year.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. When I
0: was in high school, I took both Spanish and French and carried the French on into college, and I can say (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The things I remember are not not near as much as I should have been able to. (laughs) That's a hard language. It's really hard. Yeah. I liked it, and I think, too... You kinda need to be visual to be able to know how to read it because yeah. of the different EAUs and yes. different yeah it's spellings really hard. of it's things hard. are really mm, really a lot different than. So what it what motivated you to
1: become an exchange student? So my mom actually she was an au pair when she was eighteen years old. She came to the States, she stayed in Boston Mm -hmm. for a year and when I was growing up she showed me her little photo books from her experience and I was like well I want to do that when I grow up yeah so that was kind of like she was kind of my role model Mm. so that's why I was like why not do it because she was like it was a really good experience Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah it's been my dream ever since uh huh. And do you know other kids who have been exchange students? Um, in my friend group in Germany, this one girl she went to South Africa. She did uh-huh. exchange here, so that was really cool. My um, one two of my best friends they are actually half American, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. What about um? What were some of the
0: challenges, hurdles, or things to in order to become an exchange student?
1: Um, it was. COVID was a challenge for sure. Yeah. I was actually planning to come here last year, Mm -hmm. but it didn't work out with COVID. So that was hard because I didn't know am I able to go? Like how is school gonna be and like, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. So that was really hard. And then of course money, like paying for an exchange year Mm -hmm. was really, really hard. So Mm -hmm. I applied for multiple scholarships and they have like a scholarship in Germany. It's like um It's a scholarship from the government, Mm -hmm. so they have, like, an exchange um, program with um, the United States. Mm -hmm. So students from Germany go to America, and then American students go to Germany. Mm -hmm. And I applied for that, and I almost made it, but then I didn't, but it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: so raising money, uh, how much do you have to raise?
1: Um, it was like,
0: I think 12,000. That's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I had a job, so I worked yeah. and I know like, since I've been like in fifth grade, I knew that I wanted to do it. So yeah. we've been like kind of collecting money and like, yeah. saving up. Yeah. So you think it was worth the investment? Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. No doubt. Yes. <laughs> what organization are you with? Um, I'm with Kemps International. That's my German okay. um, organization. And right now in the United States, I'm with ACES. Okay. Yeah all right very good so so now that you're
0: here at school how do you would you say that high school in napa compares to your schooling in germany
1: it's much more relaxed Mm -hmm. it's um it's more about people and like it's more than just school it's like sports it's all the events in school more than actually like the focus on school because in Germany I don't have dances I don't have dress up dress up weeks it's just school yeah and it's very tiring mm-hmm. and here it's just fun I go to school and I actually like you know I get to hang out with all my best friends and <laughs> have different classes that I could have never taken in Germany because we don't just don't offer like. Like ceramics or choir or photography, we just don't Mm -hmm. have those and Mm -hmm. we can't really choose, like pick a schedule. Like we have a schedule, like everybody has kind Mm -hmm. of the same classes. Yeah.
0: In Germany, though, it's club sports. It's not related to school. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do have PE class, um, but nothing compared to how sports are here
0: or what we do. Where it's integral with the school. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then uh, what sports have you participated in?
1: I did volleyball for my fall sport uh-huh. I did basketball for my winter sport and I'm currently playing softball for my spring sport. Okay, so those are all new to you? Yes, yeah. I've never played any of them except <laughs> for volleyball a little bit in school and basketball. Yeah,
0: yeah. But they accepted you in and yes. you been able to <laughs> Yes, they're amazing. <laughs> Try some new things yeah. and yeah. What's the most fun about that? About um, any of them
1: being in any of the sports? Uh just the people. Like just the team—they just take me the way I am. They just see me as a team member, and mm-hmm. they just accept me. And they're just—it's just so fun being around them. So maybe I've made some lifelong friends. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that's fortunate for you guys is that you have the internet, and it's so accessible. You can mm-hmm. zoom after, or do whatever. It won't matter yes. that you're that far away, and mm-hmm. and maybe some of them will come and visit you. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so. yeah. <laughs> that would be really fun with it? You would probably then
1: encourage other people to become an exchange student, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you have the opportunity to do, like, to spend a year abroad or just do an exchange, do it because it'll honestly, it's like such a unique experience, and you'll always remember it in your life. Mm-hmm. And if it's your dream, keep fighting for it because it's going to be worth it. <laughs> That's cool. What was the hardest thing to adjust to being over here? Um, honestly not really a bunch i of course school is different and like you know just life in the states like it's it's just i everything is bigger and the people are so different and like i think probably um church mm-hmm. cuz i i've never really been to church in my life Mm. So going to church is a super unique experience Mm. and I love it. It's amazing. Like the people and just everything. And, you know, you like relationships. Yeah. I like people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should start
0: your own podcast. Maybe I should. (laughs) I might. I could show you how. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think people in Napa are really, um, it's just a nice community. It's just such a comfortable community. It's easy to get to know people. Although when I moved here, I had I grew up in Arizona. Oh
1: wow! And
0: then I moved to uh, to Oregon after I married Ed. I had already been in Oregon for eight years, mm-hmm. but I lived in Warrington at that oh. time. So then, when I moved onto the farm out in Brownsmead, <laughs> it was always, "Oh, you're Ed Johnson's wife." You're, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, and even he's been here now. He moved here in seventy six. He's I don't even know if he's still considered. A real Napa mm-hmm. <laughs> person, you know, because yeah, he wasn't born here. <laughs> so there's a little bit of that kind of a, a culture yeah. going there. But people are, are generally friendly. If something goes on wrong, there's somebody to help you out and to
1: be there yeah. for you. And uh, mm-hmm. things also, I just remember adjusting to is like. In the city, I'm very independent. Like, I can... We have public transportation. I can just ride my bike and, you know, be somewhere in 10 minutes. Or I can just take the tram and be there in five minutes. Yeah. In here, here. I, I really need people to take me places because I can't drive here. So, but people are amazing. They've been taking me places. So, that's really But good. that is
0: a little limiting, you know, when you, you lose some of your independence when Yeah, you're for sure. out this far. It's a little different when you're in Astoria, but still, yeah. you know.
1: It's smaller than my yeah. hometown. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's good.
0: Yeah. It's well, even like uh, Miss Jazz, you know, the science mm-hmm. teacher, just being from the Philippines, it's been I without being able to drive yet, yeah. you know. And so there's been yeah. some things there that have been a little challenging and mm-hmm. whatever. But I think she, like you, has found that people are pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about foods? Are there some things that you just love here that you don't have at home or
1: mm. or
0: miss things that you can't wait to get home to eat?
1: <laughs> um, I like American food. It's really good. But it's very rich and very, like, greasy and sugary. Um, <laughs> I do like mac and cheese. I sodas ice cream especially ben and jerry's Dairy queen is my favorite <laughs> um my dad home cooked meals yeah he's really good or when my mom bakes like yeah. that's probably one of my favorite things yeah but i'm also very excited for the food at home like i can't wait i'm really excited yeah for the bread and just because the bread here is uh, very gross <laughs> no yeah it's nothing no. like European. Mm-hmm. no no i mean
0: you can go to some bakeries that are yeah. but it's still it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah i yeah, know we just don't quite have it the way it is in europe yeah no bakeries and things that are mm, Mm -hmm. pastries all right so let's see uh do you think you're going to encourage your brother to be an
1: exchange yeah sure i mean if he wants to he should do it my parents have asked him and he was like oh well i don't know so yeah maybe why not yeah he could totally do it
0: That'd be fun. What
1: do you think
0: after you go, what do you think the people at Napa High are going to remember about you?
1: That's a really hard question to answer. I feel like, I feel like I'm a person who's always pretty happy mm-hmm. and I smile a lot. At least that's what people tell me. So maybe that, and I feel like I'm a person that you can always talk to. Like, I'm, I would never be like, oh no, I don't want to talk to you. Like I'm always <laughs> there for people. huh and I want to help them out, so maybe just as, like, open-minded and happy.
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Curious goes a long way. It does
1: go a long way. Uh, what do you think your next adventure is going to be? Um, That's a good question. I probably, I feel like prom is going to be an adventure, <laughs> graduation, all the things. Um, but going back, of course, like, adjusting mm-hmm. to home and mm-hmm. then just, you know, moving on with life a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll see.
0: Yeah. If you become an English teacher, would you want to do that in Germany or come back
1: to the States and do that? Um, I would, I don't, I don't see me living in the United States, Mm -hmm. like for like forever. Like Mm -hmm. I want to live in Germany and I want to raise my kids there, but I could see myself coming back for like college. So that's for sure a possibility. Like I'm totally open for that being a teacher in Germany is different than, in America, it's more a safer job. In Germany, it's it's better paid, and it's mm-hmm. just there are some advantages that I would, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some other advantages. That's great. Yeah. What jobs do your parents do? My dad is an engineer, so he does stuff with, like computer chips, and my mom, she it's kind of like how like a receptionist. Like she in the company she works at, she's like kind of like you know when you go in the office, there's like a person with like a desk, and she's like kind of managing stuff. Managing, yeah. okay. All right. Fun. <laughs> All right. Well, any other kind of things you'd like to share? If you're thinking about being a Xing student, it's, it's a good thing, but it's not always going to be, you know, super easy and it's, you have to adjust to life and to the people and, you know, the way you work might not, may not work for the people you're living with. Mm. So always be respectful, but always communicate and always be honest because this is how things should work yeah so yeah.
0: well that kind of is a life skill isn't
1: it yeah for sure. <laughs> anywhere you go that's kind of yeah. the,
0: the same as how yes. things should be all right well thank you so much for joining us today thank you it's gonna be really fun i'm yes. just glad to meet you and have you here thank you <laughs> joining me now is kristen deforest who has been the organizer for the exchange program tell me again the name of the
2: yeah, I work with American Cultural Exchange Services, or I like, we like to call it ACEs. Mm-hmm. How did you get started doing that? My One of my very best friends, Heather, she has been a local coordinator in the Northern California area for five years now. And she invited me to participate in this program as a local coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I signed up and I work for the organization, trying to find host families mm-hmm. in our community and um, a part of that process for me is I wanted to learn what it's like to be a host family. Right. So I signed up to host a student as well. And that's how Laura came to be a part of my family. Yeah, you made a good choice, sir. <laughs> I, yes, I did. <laughs> Heather actually is a part of the process. Laura uh-huh. is one of Heather's oh. students that she placed her this school year. So okay. um, Heather helped me find a, a student who would fit great with our family. Uh-huh. And she's been wonderful. She's. Yeah. The sister that we have wanted to add and um, the daughter that we're hoping to stay connected with for a lifetime. So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's been yeah, a great experience. I'm sure you will, too. Um, so let's say a person is kind of interested, but they don't really know what this means for them. Like, how long does a student stay here? Um, is there are they reimbursed for any of the expenses? What what exactly is their commitment to being a
2: host? Yeah, um, that's a great question, Jan. So, and that's, you know, everyone's wondering, Oh, maybe I want to do that. I'm interested mm-hmm. in other cultures. I'd be willing to share my home mm-hmm. and my family with someone, but what does it really take? So um, the biggest thing to understand is there's lots of um, exchange programs out mm-hmm. there that you can participate in or decide to host with. Um, for ACEs, it's a cultural exchange. And so that's really our focus. Um, when kids come, we want them to be a part of the community, get involved in their schools, um, volunteer, serve, like, you know, really be a part of their mm-hmm. host family, whatever mm-hmm. their family's doing, get involved with that um, and be open to things that maybe you haven't done before. And so as a host family, your job is really just welcoming that student into your home. Mm-hmm. Um, with our organization, there we are looking for people to, vol- they're volunteers. And so there isn't any reimbursement mm-hmm. for, having them in your home, you provide them with a room, which can be shared with a sibling Mm -hmm. and um, provide them with a place for their things. They need a place to be able to study Mm -hmm. also um, with food. So the expectation is that you would provide their meals Mm -hmm. for them. And so then there's some flexibility. Every host family kind of gets to decide what their limitations are. Mm -hmm. um, And we can customize that for you and set those expectations up front. So Mm -hmm. students coming know that maybe you are only willing to pay for them to eat out with your family once a month and the other meals out they need to pay for. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, some families choose that. Yeah. Uh, maybe you won't pay for any of the meals out. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you are in a different situation and you can pay for everything and you're fine with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know you're going to go on a spring break trip every year and your student's going to need to buy their ticket, Right. but you're going to pay for everything else. Mm-hmm. You really get to kind of set that when you're uh-huh. doing your application and what's going to work for your family. But the bare minimum is... Their own bed, their own dresser, place to study, and mm-hmm. their three meals every day. Of course, they, you know, depending on, like for me, transportation. Right. <laughs> you know, we're in a rural community. There is no public service, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: our public transportation services. So you have to really know where you live and um, what the needs in your own area might be for a student who needs to go to sports mm-hmm. or get to school. And right, mm-hmm. so because they cannot drive in the states. Correct. correct. Our organization, we are not here to teach kids how to drive mm-hmm. or get them their american driver's license that's not <laughs> the point some organizations do mm-hmm. those kinds of things and that's yeah. okay yeah um but with us that's not the primary focus mm-hmm. and in many countries um like in germany you don't start driving until you're 18 mm-hmm. so it wouldn't even be appropriate right. for a student coming when they're 16 years old right to be driving right so how would a potential family go about choosing their child Mm-hmm. Um, so with the organization, I have a list of students that we have already chosen that have been approved by their countries. Mm-hmm. They've gone through their evaluations. They, um, they're they available to be placed mm-hmm. in the United States. And so our headquarters is in, Wa- in Washington, in the Seattle area, and they choose students. And then as a coordinator, uh, my job is to share those profiles from those students with interested families. Okay. And find a student that matches. So The best thing to do if you're interested is to find a local coordinator Mm -hmm. for your organization that you're interested in and reach out to them and say, hey, can you help me? I'd like to place a student. Mm -hmm. And I would start with maybe a specific country that you're Mm -hmm. interested in. Like I have someone right now who wants a student from Japan. Well, we don't have any students in our organization, but I do have someone from Mongolia. (laughs) And that student speaks, has been studying Japanese for six months Mm -hmm. and I thought, well, maybe that would be something you'd be interested in. So I shared that profile and yeah. they're considering it. Yeah. And so there may be something if you're open to other uh-huh. cultures that we could find that's a good fit. And yeah. for me, I had no idea which country <laughs> I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, and so that gave my friend Heather the opportunity to really find a student that had similar interests as my family does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll look at that. Maybe you are a musical family. Well, There's students with musical abilities right. and maybe you're an athlete af- you have an athletic yeah. high school son and you want someone who also plays soccer like your son well we'll find a great soccer player there's tons of kids right that play soccer yeah and they're great athletes so yeah. someone that would fit in with what your family's already doing the goal is for them to be a part not to experience, they fit in, to but, experience, yeah, and, and, and be a part of your family, right? To experience this yeah. life in
0: this part of the United States is, and just different people and different cultures, exactly. rather than so much as the academics and the,
2: mm-hmm. which are
0: important as well, but still,
2: yes. Yeah. Oh, there mm-hmm. is definitely academics yeah. are important. Yeah. There is an expectation; it's a seer or above. Yeah. You know, there's, you don't get to come to America and fail your classes. Yeah. That's not acceptable. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, they need to be mm-hmm. excellent students in America, just like they are at home. Yeah. So yeah, so it's not vacation.
0: <laughs> we'll put a link in the show notes about yeah. how they can get hold of your organization or you. And, yeah, of uh, course. To find out. Uh...
2: One of the things you can do if you're interested in learning mm-hmm. more about ACES is visit exploretheworld.org. Okay. And, or you can reach out to me if you want to know more. Okay. I would love to talk to people. I um, am looking for people right now who would be interested in hosting. So, Okay, so this is Kristen DeForest and your phone number? Oh, my phone number is 503-468-2400. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Jan. <laughs> this right. has been awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, and a different thing I just wanted to say is
1: I'm super grateful for my German family as well as my American family. First of all, for giving me the opportunity to stay abroad for a year And them just having me, like, it's really like a family just taking you for a year. You should be really grateful because you should not take it for granted. So I'm super grateful and I love you guys. And yeah. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Wasn't that great? My husband and I have hosted six exchange students, the best being from Germany. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I would encourage you to consider hosting if that would fit in with your lifestyle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week.